Welcome. You're listening to the Making the Shift podcast, where you learn how to go from employee to CEO and build a wildly successful coaching or yoga business. I built my coaching business while working as a teacher, and now I'm obsessed with helping other women do the same. Each week, I will teach you high-level mindset and business strategies that you can implement right away. I'm your host, life and business coach, Denise Vinieri. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. As always, one of my favorite places to hang out with you each and every single week. I wanted to drop in and remind all of you that my first mastermind is kicking off. This is going to be a group program. We get started in October and it is called Six Figure Foundations. I am so freaking excited about this mastermind because I have created it specifically for my purpose-driven entrepreneurs. So coaches, healers, consultants who are looking to create the foundation of a six-figure business, even if they're working full-time, even if they're working in other capacities, this is going to be the room for you. If you've had a desire to have your own business and create your dream lifestyle, essentially through that business, that is what we're going to work on in this mastermind is you will learn everything that you need to create that business. I literally put everything in there that I would have wanted when I got started on my entrepreneurial journey. And I basically was piecemealing from all these various places. It is in this mastermind. And this is going to be such a special program because it's not going to be like any other program on the market because I do a mix of the really grounded, proven business strategies mixed with the component of mindset and energetics, which really it is that trifecta that will help you quantum leap in your business. And if you work full-time, you will be out of that full-time job in no time at all. This is the group program that you want to be in. So you can head to the link in the show notes and schedule a call call with me if you have any questions and you want to learn more. Right. So we are going to dive into today's content, which is the concept of non-attachment. Now, this is not my concept per se. This is a concept that I learned in my many, many years of studying yoga philosophy and studying Buddhism. And as many of you know, I taught high school English for, for 17 years. And so I'm quite the literary nerd. So I read practically all the books that you could possibly read on yoga philosophy and Buddhism. I've read the Bhagavad Gita. I actually teach it in yoga teacher trainings. So I have this part of my, I guess you could just say the way that I live my life, the lens through which I look out on the world. And the concept of non-attachment is both a Buddhist teaching. It's also a yogic teaching. And I love this idea of borrowing some of these concepts that I use, these principles really, to live my life. Um, And of course, I'm not perfect. Like everybody else, we all have our failings, right? But the concept of non-attachment, I think I have learned probably the most on my yoga mat. (laughs) And then secondly, as a business owner. So in both the yogic and Buddhist tradition, non-attachment is actually very, very important because 
what they both essentially are saying is that we have the right to work. We have the right to, um, to want things. We have the right to do the thing, to do the things now in this moment that need to be done. But what we don't have the right to is the fruit of our labor essentially is kind of how it's written. And in non-attachment, when you're practicing non-attachment or you're making that part of your life, it is such a present moment practice because you are not attaching to any future outcome. So you are truly doing the thing that you're doing in that moment from a place of presence and, you know, because it's what needed to get done or because of it's genuinely just the thing that you wanted to do. And you're not doing it for the hope of some future outcome. So how does this relate to business? It relates a lot because I see so many people putting a lot of pressure on their business and putting a lot of pressure on these other components inside of their business that are really unnecessary. So for example, putting a lot of pressure on a consult, right? So you finally get a consult and you put a lot of stock in this consult has to be a yes, that this consult, this or discovery call or strategy call, whatever, whatever you call it inside your business, putting a lot of pressure on wanting to get a certain outcome, which is most likely a yes at the end of a consult. And what happens is during the consult, when you are actually with this other human being in the back of your mind, you're so attached to getting a yes, that it actually changes the energy of the consult. It changes the way that you conduct the consult, the way that you show up, and it's going to change and certainly affect the outcome of the consult. And when you're so attached to somebody saying yes, you're going to show up in a way that doesn't feel good to the other person. So a lot of times what happens is the other person may not be able to articulate exactly why there are no, but if you were to take a moment to evaluate your consult afterwards, you could probably figure out areas in the consult where you were so attached to getting a yes, that maybe you were a little convincing, maybe even not a little, maybe a lot convincing or you know, when they had an objection, you made the objection mean something about you and your energy just kind of shifted in that moment, as opposed to just being just very clean and very neutral and being able to lean back and have a conversation with another human being. If you're not attached to getting a yes on a consult, then you're able to hold space for this other person. You're able to hold space for you know, what can be very vulnerable on a consult, depending on the kind of work that you do. This other person has decided to um, spend time with you and tell you what's going on. And, and essentially they're asking you for help in that moment. And if you're so attached to them saying yes, then you're more in your mind than you are in theirs. You're more on the call for you than you are on the call for them. And so this concept of non-attachment is such a beautiful practice, I think with consults, because if you really aren't attached to the outcome, then you truly can show up from a place of service. And then the person on the other end, they can feel that, that kind of calm, comforting energy where you're good, whether they say yes or no. And when they feel that level of comfort, 
chances are they are going to be more likely to say yes, but you truly have to come from a place of non-attachment. Another place that I see this come up a little bit, or maybe a lot is with content, creating content. So this could be, let's say, for example, post, right? If you're posting on social media and you want your one post to result in five consults, that is having an attachment to the post that you're writing. So when you're writing your copy, when you're writing your content in the back of your mind, you are thinking this post has to get you X number of consults, or you maybe it's likes, maybe you're looking for a certain number of likes and engagement. If that is what you have as a driving thought while you're creating content, then you're attached to the outcome and it's going to change the words that you use. It's going to change the topics that you're talking about. It's going to change the whole energy of your content because you're attached to the outcome, right? So I hope you're kind of picking up what I'm throwing down here. I'll give you another example. Let's say you're doing a webinar or a masterclass, or you're doing like one of those, maybe you're doing a three-day challenge and you're attached. Again, you want to have a hundred people sign up and you want to get 20 consults out of it. If you're attached to that outcome, again, it's going to change maybe how you're structuring the challenge. It's going to change how you sell your offer. It's going to change maybe how you answer questions during a Q and a, and it could turn into some of that again, convincing energy because you're attached to the outcome. You're not, you're unable to just show up and be of true service and have fun. It's going to change how it feels on the other end. So when people are consuming your content, they can pick up that, that energy that you created it in. So again, non-attachment says that you have, and this, I'm just kind of using the language of these texts, like you have the right to work. You have the right to show up and do the webinar. You have the right to get on the consult, right? And to, of course, have a goal. You have a goal. This is why you're doing the work because it's what needs to get done in order to hit the goal. But can you release attachment to when and how you hit that metric, you hit that goal. And this is like another, an, I guess another area that we can talk about is goal setting. This is like, I have, I think of all the things that spin my clients out the most is when they set a goal and there is a time on it, right? So let's just say they, their, their big goal that they're working towards in their business is to hit 5k in a month. And they're looking at the month of September. I want to hit 5k in the month of September. I ask, would you be upset if you hit the goal on October 2nd? And sometimes my clients will say, yeah, because I didn't hit it in September. And that's being attached to the timeline, right? So we could easily change the goal to hitting 5k in 30 days. Well, I didn't say what 30 days. So can you release attachment again to the timeline? Because when you are so attached to the timeline, you get into hustle mode and you start to make decisions that maybe aren't quite good for your business. Maybe you take on a client that isn't a perfect fit or is maybe a little bit out of your niche, or you create a new offer because this client doesn't want to work for six months. They really only want to work for three months. And so you make them a special offer just to hit your goal. 
And so when you're attached again to an outcome, you'll start to make decisions in your business that really are not for the health and wellness of your business. And so just to kind of reiterate, I'm not saying that you don't want to set a goal. Of course, if you want to, you know, have five consults on your calendar or you want to hit a 5k in 30 days, if you want to have a hundred people attend your webinar, of course, set these goals and set the goal with the belief that it's a hundred percent possible that you're going to hit that goal, that the person is going to say yes on the consult, that you are going to get engagement on your post, that you are going to have a hundred people attend your masterclass, right? We set the goals with a hundred percent belief that it is possible, but then we release attachment to when and how that's going to happen. It might take you, for example, three runs through a masterclass to get a hundred people to attend. If you're attached to that goal, then chances are you're going to think that that first masterclass was a failure and you might feel so discouraged and so disappointed that you don't do that webinar or masterclass again. You might, you might even quit your business. I've seen people who are quote unquote, not hitting their goals and they want to give up as opposed to, okay, I didn't get a hundred people on this last webinar masterclass. I'm going to try again and I'll try to get a hundred the second time. And maybe it's the third time when you're not attached to the timeline of like when it's going to happen, when you're just not attached, you're actually able to learn from your failures. You're actually able to tweak things that maybe you missed the first time you did something, but you lose all of that insight and wisdom when you're so attached to a goal and then you make it mean something about you or your business. And it takes you out of like, the innovation mode. It takes you out of creative mode. It takes you out of gratitude. And frankly, those are things that you need in order to keep your business growing. So I want you to just take a moment. You know, I love to always give you guys some like practical, tangible things to do. So I really want you to get, you know, clear, get, get some clarity around where in your business are you attached? Are you attached to each post creating consults? Are you attached to every single person that gets on a consult with you saying yes? Are you attached to hitting certain revenue goals or being able to quit your job by a certain day, right? For those of you working full-time, are you so attached that it has to happen this year? Because what I will 100% tell you all is being attached to a timeline is like putting so much extra pressure on your business that it will 100% slow you down and you're not going to have a lot of fun. And if you're not having fun, what are you doing? (laughs) And I'm speaking from experience. I was so attached to when I would be able to leave my job. And I remember hustling so much in my business, working way more hours than I care to admit. And it was because I was so attached to making this dream of being able to leave my full-time possible by a certain date. And it caused me to actually slow down my own growth and get burnt out, which I will totally share that story on another podcast, but I'm speaking from experience when I say, if you are attached to outcomes and you're attached to timelines, it's going to slow down your business. And so where in your business are you doing that? Where are you putting unnecessary pressure and how can you practice non-attachment? 
I mean, there's tons of different practices for it, but it's, can you really be present in the moment with what's happening today and to enjoy what you're doing today without any concern about what it's going to create for you tomorrow, not putting that extra pressure. Okay. And so that's how I practice non-attachment in my business. And it's been so super helpful for me. It's been so super helpful for a lot of my clients who unknowingly were putting excess pressure on their business and just teaching this little mindset shift here of not really attaching to outcomes, I think has allowed so many of my clients to relax a little bit in their business and get calm and calm and relaxed is actually what will help you exponentially grow your business. So another way to practice non-attachment is to, of course, set goals, but then also know that you can take however long it takes to hit that goal. And that if you don't hit it the first try, it doesn't actually mean anything about you or your business. You can just move the timeline, right? Kind of not that you're going to change your goal, but you can move the timeline because again, if you're not attached to it, you're just willing to learn from why you didn't hit the goal in the first place. Okay. Another way to practice non-attachment in your business is really to believe that you don't really need anything from anybody. So this is like so important on a consult or really important when you're engaging with people, you know, and you're networking is that you really don't need them. You don't need that specific person. There are so many people out there that can use your service, can use your help. So you don't actually need anything from them. And when you're coming from that place of sufficiency and you're not attached to that one person being the person, you actually can really hold space with the, with them and connect with them. And so this might be a really good reminder of like, you have everything you need that you don't actually need them. If anything, they're the ones that, that could use your help, right? So these are just some of those little mindset shifts to help you relax and take that pressure off your business. Okay. So practice non-attachment. You can practice it in lots of other ways, but I really wanted to lend this perspective to growing a business because I have found it to be so super helpful for me and my clients. And of course, my wish for all of you is that you get to build the business of your dreams and create a lifestyle that you love. Okay, my friends, until next week, keep making some epic shifts. Hey, if you're ready to grow your business, I want to invite you to learn about coaching with me. Set up a time by going to denisefineri.com forward slash consult. We spend one third of our lives at work and it can be purposeful and profitable while having the impact that you want. So until next week, go make some epic shifts. Thanks for tuning in.